Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller on Zoom. And we also have Martin Olson out of our southern region, our hunter education coordinator, who's been busy because it's been the application period, but we're we're in the countdown now, last few days to apply for Nevada Big Game Tags. So Martin, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us today about this of course uh thanks ashley and thanks for uh inviting me uh, always happy to be here and uh, as you said this time of year is a, is a busy time and uh we just want to send a message out there to everybody to uh don't delay on applying for your big game tags uh there's no benefit uh, for being the first one to apply or being the last one uh, but the longer you wait uh, and you run into any potential problems, it could set you back to where you don't get your application in this year. So make sure you don't delay on that. Yeah, no, super important for people to know. And I realize the application period has gone so fast because we've been so busy. I think this is our first podcast on it. So it was important to get you in here, Martin, and give some last minute tips because we know. For a fact, a lot of people procrastinate and they wait till these last few days to apply. So I'm sure a lot of people listening still need to get their applications in. So with that being said, you did our big game tag application seminar either last month or earlier this month. Um, Could you tell us about it and why that's important for people to watch? Uh, absolutely, uh, Ashley. Every uh, every year, you know, we actually have been changing the deadline uh, to apply for big game uh, applications, and uh, a part of that reason is trying to give people uh, more time uh, to do some of their research, uh, to get some of their stuff together, so they can get uh, their application in. And basically, what's really important about the tag application workshop is every year, uh, you know, there's new stuff that comes out, uh, even for people who have been applying every single year. And it's a great tool to see those new uh, changes that come about uh, and to get an idea of some of the things that you want to apply for and some things that you run into on your application process where now you'll have an idea of exactly what that is. And a good example of that is the new uh, text uh, option that you get when applying for big game tags. It's new this year, and uh, I think it's a great tool. Uh, It keeps people informed when something comes up, and you have the ability to opt in or opt out of that. And uh, I highly recommend you uh, opt into it if you're applying for big game. Uh, It's uh, one of those tools that is new this year that is really beneficial. And I've had a lot of people, you know, ask me about that. Exactly. What does this mean? And it means, yes, you can get a text message from the Department of Wildlife uh, is exactly what it means. And it keeps people informed. Uh, So that's just one step. And uh, the other one is uh, keeping your profile up to date. And as easy as that sounds, 
uh, in today's world that we live in, uh, you know, credit cards uh, get hacked and banks change numbers and banks close cards. And sometimes you don't even have that choice. Sometimes it is your choice. You lose your credit card or something goes wrong with it. You get a new one. Uh, people kind of forget about uh, their big game application tag and they have their credit card on there. Uh, and I don't know about you, Ashley, but I probably don't know too many of my credit cards and when they expire myself. Uh, so it's good time of year right now to look at that card that you have on file and make sure that it doesn't expire before any of the deadlines or before the draw takes place uh, because that can set you back to where you could not be in the big game draw. Yeah, and even before that, Martin, is um, just logging into your account, right? It's been a year for some people since they've logged in. Um, they might not remember their username or their password. Um, so just logging into your account to make you sure you can get in there. We have two ways that you can get a new password. That's either by email or no email. Um, so make sure you you log on or you get into endilicensing.com and you're you know you're trying to get into your account. So you can that's one thing you don't want to wait till the last minute. Yeah, that's a that's a great one, Aaron. And uh, a lot of a lot of folks don't know, but if you do a password, and uh, uh, these passwords don't require you to change them every so many months or so many years or anything. Uh, the problem is just like you said, Aaron. You come up with a uh, kind of a unique password, and then a year later, you kind of like forget about it. Uh, but yep. you can do it without your email. Uh, just click on reset my password without email. You will have to enter your social uh, 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 to get that search done for you, uh, but you can do it that way. Yeah, and then the other one with the payment method is to make sure that you mark that new card as your default card. So I had my card expire, upload another one, and one thing I did notice was marking that as my default card so just make sure that's that's all good to go yeah i've had uh, uh, uh quite a few clients actually that have had cards on there that have been expired for two three years and uh you know i i, I talked them into removing those cards because they are expired there it's just confusion to look at that and see all these credit cards on there uh if if your credit cards expired update your profile and and get rid of those and uh exactly make sure that you have a primary card uh, with a good date uh, set up to go past the big game draw. Good information. And that is um, your sign, everyone who's listening, to go do these things right now. Log in now because we've been saying um, the big game application period is open until May 10th. But the minute it hits 11 p.m., we're not taking any more phone calls. Things shut down and people will wait to the last minute and then it they don't yep. get their stuff in on time. And, and I tell you, uh, Ashley, that's a, a great reminder, and especially if you're a non-resident. And for those of you who don't know, Nevada is one of the few states uh, that require hunter education from 1960 on. Uh, many non-residents are living in states where it's 1970, 1975, 1980, uh, and they never had hunter ed in their state. And so they're doing one or two things. They're trying to take one in their state, uh, so they can send it to us, and you can do that once you create your profile on the uh, the Endow licensing application. 
And uh, when you when you do that, uh, it will ask you for your hunter education. And if you don't have a Nevada one, you can download it and send it through the Zendesk email. Uh, but what I tell a lot of people who don't even have hunter education from another state, create your profile and take the Nevada hunter education course online. Uh, you're over 18, you can take the online course and it's going to transpose right to your profile. Uh, and that's going to be one of the easiest ways uh, right now if you're non-resident. Do not wait till uh, the 10th. Uh, to try to download your hunter education card, send it to Zendesk and try to get that approved so you can apply by midnight. Uh, there's just too many things going on that way. So uh, this weekend, you should set your precedence to get that done if you are a non-resident and coming to Nevada. Yeah, and our staff, they're constantly we have people working 7 a.m to 7 p.m every single day and they're pretty quick about it but you just don't want to end up being um one of those people getting their stuff in that last night when so many people are doing it at once and we only have so much time left so save yourself the stress save our staff the stress um if you do it this weekend they're pretty quick about it and they'll help you out and get your information on your account yeah, the staff is is set there to help everybody uh, get you know what they need to have done, uh, and it's a great staff. Uh, they're uh, doing a fantastic job, and uh, there's a lot of phone calls uh, coming into them. So uh, uh, we could ask for a better group of people to be helping uh, the hunters trying to get in and get their big game application in Nevada this year. So we appreciate them. Yeah, yeah, definitely be, ni be nice to them. Um, <laughs> the call center staff is taking call after call. And uh, Ashley, Martin, and myself are, are part of that group and part of the Zendesk group. So, I mean, we know what what they're going through, definitely. So um, be patient with them. They're there to help, ask clear questions, and uh, they'll give you some answers. And they're still so nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, speaking for all of our customer service staff who's been doing this day in and day out, they are still so nice. And a lot of them could use a vacation at this point. So <laughs> they're probably yep. ready for Wednesday at 11 p.m. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. And and they once you get past that point where you are on the application process uh, and, you, and you're applying, uh, just remember to read all those pop-ups that come up uh, because uh, they're very informative. Uh, they kind of walk you right through it to uh, to what it really means. Uh, it's going to ask you, are you sure? Uh, and of course, you know, you're going to say yes or no. Uh, I, I'm sure on that. And uh, as you get down through, if you don't already have a hunting license, the system's going to know that. Uh, it's going to prompt you that you need to purchase a hunting license. And uh, you'll have a couple choices there. In, in Nevada, uh, you know, uh, our resources are not as uh, large as some of the other states back east. Uh, so it's very important to build your bonus points. And in order to build bonus points in Nevada, uh, you must keep a hunting license uh, throughout the year. Whether you're resident or non-resident, uh, that one doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, it's very important that when you do purchase that hunting license, you got to remember that you're not only keeping that hunting license for a bonus point, 
but it opens the door for you to do other things in Nevada. Uh, you'll still be able to hunt upland game uh, and waterfowl, uh, doves and rabbits uh, throughout the year. Uh, you'll also, uh, for a non-resident, uh, be able to come to Nevada and do fishing because your non-resident license is automatically a hunting-fishing combo. Uh, so keep that in mind uh, and build your bonus points up. Good points. And we'll have some more things to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Nevada Wild. Today we are joined by our Southern Region Hunter Education Coordinator, Martin Olson. Um, it's the final few days of the final countdown of our big game tag application period here in Nevada. So we've just been walking through some of the um, frequently asked questions we've been getting. And then Martin, you had some changes new this year, things that are new this year that you thought it might be good to go over and just remind people of. Yeah, uh, uh, a couple of big changes uh, that happened in Nevada this year is the first one is uh, we have reopened the non-resident mountain goat hunt. Uh, and it's been closed for some time uh, because of the uh, the resource and, and the allocated tags in that area. And so if you're a non-resident or you know someone who was a non-resident uh, who was applying for mountain goat, now is the time to apply again this year in Nevada. And uh, the reason why is you don't want to miss two years in a row, because now that this hunt is back open, uh, you will fall into that category. Uh, when there was no tags allocated for that hunt, uh, you were just sitting dormant, uh, because obviously you couldn't apply. Uh, but now that the hunt is open, uh, you need to start applying again to maintain those bonus points that you accrued earlier uh, you don't want to miss two years in a row or you will lose those bonus points. So if you are a non-resident or you know someone who was applying in Nevada uh, as a non-resident and, and they were applying for mountain goat tags, make sure they know to go in and apply for that uh, bonus point and or uh, application or uh, a tag uh, that they can apply for one or the other. You want to keep active in that. And, and that was a huge one uh, that we've gotten across uh, to the, our non-residents, uh, for residents and non-residents too. A couple other things that uh, got changed was the definition of a spike elk, uh, which is uh, basically no more than two points uh, on either side uh, of, of the elk uh, dictates a, a spike elk uh, uh, in Nevada. Uh, and that was changed a little bit. It used to be something different, uh, but now it's just no more than having uh, two points on either side. And we do have some uh, specialty elk hunts that came up this year uh, and also a sheep hunt uh, uh, that, that has come up. And the elk hunt is a, a regulation uh, for points on an elk in certain areas, uh, typically 231. Uh, which uh, this specific elk hunt, uh, your elk has to have five or less points. Uh, 
so make sure you're reading all those uh, thoroughly when you apply for those. Uh, so you don't come back with what uh, I can only shoot something five or less points. Uh, it's very important. Uh, you'll also notice in our regulation book, anything uh, written in blue uh, is new this year. Uh, so that kind of should stand out a little bit for you. Make sure you look at those, uh, and it could be whether well, it could be uh, quotas uh, or it could be something like the uh, uh, special elk hunt. Uh, and on top of that, we have a uh, management uh, ram hunt uh, that is uh, actually a, a really isolated kind of uh, hunt. Uh, not a lot of road access to it. Uh, it's a specialty hunt. It's going to be uh, going to be a very challenging. Uh, hunt so uh, and, and that does not it's a different hunt different category so it doesn't take the place uh, of your uh, regular ram hunt and uh, there's several of those applications uh, that you can apply for and the system will help walk you right through it uh, and uh, as far as uh, how many of those applications can I apply for I say apply for as many as you can uh, if you get too many where you're like, hey, I'm not going to be able to take that much time off work, well, then, uh, you know, buy some bonus points uh, on those. Uh, but do as many as you can to build up your bonus points because that's important in Nevada for future uh, tag, uh, receiving a tag in the future. Very important. And then um, with that management hunt, that's a cool opportunity because it's a once in a lifetime hunt, too. It is. Uh, it is a once in a lifetime. There's no bonus points on that, so you're not uh, uh, sacrificing anything on there. Uh, we also have a one horn ram hunt, uh, which is uh, uh, very similar. Uh, there's no bonus points on that, and you can apply for that one uh, every year. Uh, of course, it's a little more challenging. Not only do you have to find a ram, you have to find one that has a horn that is at least half the distance of the other one. Uh, so there's a lot of neat things in Nevada, which is why I say make sure you read all those small uh, little things when you're applying uh, for any of those uh, applications. Yeah, another thing that I wanted to mention is um, you said if you're getting like you're not going to be able to take enough time off work to go hunt, just apply for bonus points. But we have a lot of different seasons for different species that you could kind of jigsaw puzzle them together and overlap them together where it could be whether that's archery, muzzleloader, early rifle, late rifle, late archery, late muzzleloader. Like we have seasons that kind of run the whole calendar year. So just pay attention to when those are for each species and uh, try to fit them in the best you can. Some people um, or some kids will have like fall break. And so you can overlap that fall break into a season and it works out pretty nice. We've been on a few with um, some youth hunters and you get plenty of time to go hunt because they don't have school. Um, also holiday breaks, you know, holidays come at a good time to go hunting usually. And uh, so just check those out. Um, check the seasons out. I know our, our staff are very creative in the way that they look at um, lining up the seasons. I know a lot of people are always excited for Thanksgiving, not because it's Thanksgiving, but because they use it as their break to go hunting. <laughs> yep, exactly. Hopefully. 
Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and that also works really well for those uh, individuals who, uh, you know, purchase a license, keep their bonus point. Uh, there'll be other activities coming up later in the year that you can utilize that license for. Uh, so remember to use your uh, uh, your license to gather those bonus points. And a lot of this information you can find on our website. Uh, there'll be bonus point information. Uh, it'll show you the number of uh, people who are drawing with so many bonus points. Uh, you can also look up areas uh, that have access uh, units uh, if you're unfamiliar with it. So uh, that one is uh, uh, very important to go to our website. Yeah, if you go to endow.org and top or type in top 10 big game application resources, or even just top 10 big game resources, I think is what it is. But if you just type those words in, a list that we've actually put together with our biologist comes up. Um, and it has all of that information that Martin just mentioned. So yeah, that, uh, that's, check that uh, out. That's a fabulous resource uh, for everybody, resident and non-resident. Uh, and just to mention too, in our youth hunt this year, uh, keep in mind if you're a resident youth hunter, uh, that there's only a couple units now that uh, are either sex uh, for the deer hunting. Uh, most of the youth hunts now are antler deer only. Uh, I think with the exception of six and seven, uh, still has uh, either antlered or antlerless. So uh, keep that in mind if you're uh, taking your youth out uh, this year uh, hunting. That was a, another new, a new big change that came uh, to Nevada this year. Good to know. Um, anything else? I want to ask you guys about your strategy and whether you've uh, applied for tags yet, but I I just want to make sure we've gone over everything and all the big questions. Do either of you have any questions that have popped up or things you could think of that people have asked? Yeah, Martin, can you explain, because I know that we've gotten some questions about what it means to be an alternate. Oh, good one. Yeah, an alternate, uh, th that's a great question uh, because uh, every year I have people ask me, uh, what are my best chances? Uh, what's my best chances of getting a tag? Well. Uh, apply for as many applications as you can. And when you apply for the general hunt, uh, a pop-up is going to be there and it's going to be, do you want to select an alternate? And uh, the answer should be yes, uh, because what an alternate does is if for any reason a tag is uh, unsold or returned and you have selected, I would like to be an alternate, and it's your first choice. So the alternate only looks at your first choice selection. And uh, then if that tag comes up and you're next in line, then it's automatically sent to you. It does not go into the leftover tags or the first come first serve. It's automatically sent right on to you. And uh, it, it can be sent to you, you know, later in the year because it might be maybe uh, September that somebody decides, oh no, uh, I forgot about this and I can't go hunting, so I'm going to return my tag. Uh, so it may be later in the year, uh, but if you're willing and able to uh, take that on, uh, the alternate is an excellent choice for, for everyone. And there's alternate choices in all selections. 
uh, with uh, except some of the the depredation uh, and uh, uh, specialty hunts. So. Um, yeah, and you've said it again and again, but pay attention to those pop-ups because a lot of those were made. We added those on that website um, when we noticed a lot of questions coming in or we were like, people aren't selecting the alternate um, option. So we've added those pop-ups to help people. So, and that's one more of those pop-ups, that alternate one, which you don't want to miss out on, as Martin just said, that helps with your chances. Um, okay, well, I want to find out, are the two of you procrastinators? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys one of the people who haven't applied yet, or are no, all but I'm, I'm, I'm not a procrastinator this year, because I was a procrastinator last year, and I forgot to apply for California Bighorn Sheep. Oh, I, dang. Yeah, I spaced it, and... I logged in this year to look at my bonus point totals, which everybody should do. And I've been applying for sheep and goat my whole life. And uh, my California Bighorn had one less than all the other ones. And I went back and I just forgot to do it. So opening of applications this year, I went in and did my um, California application. And so now I'm just waiting. I'm in a group um, with a couple other buddies for um, deer, cow, and horn shorter nears antelope, and so we're just kind of finalizing those last little picks. But yeah, I was I was a good um, good good person this year and got it done. Yeah, yeah. well, reminder to people. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know that that is such a good lesson. Yes. Uh, to go in early uh, and apply because uh, one thing I did actually forget to mention is. Uh, if you apply for units uh, and then you suddenly decide you want to change your mind or something, uh, you can sign back on and pull up your application, go down to the bottom and change your selection. So it's not like I'm not ready yet because once I put it in, it's a done deal. Uh, you can go in and change your selection up to the end uh, of the draw deadline. Uh, after, obviously, May 10th, you will not be able to change your selection. But uh, prior to that, you can make sure you don't withdraw your application because uh, once you pay an application fee, an application fee is non-refundable. You don't want to withdraw it. You want to edit it. Uh, and for deer hunters or even uh, antlerless elk and uh, horns shorter than ears antelope, uh, you can go in and create a party. Uh, you can remove yourself from a party. Uh, you can edit all of these right up to the deadline. Uh, so that's important, Aaron. So there's no reason to wait uh, toward the end and ac accidentally forget to go back in and apply. Uh, so again, like Ashley said, that's that's why we've made all these changes to make it easy uh, for you, and so you're so you're not forgetting. And and actually, I never procrastinate. I'm I'm actually early uh, on everything, and uh, uh, I like to. I'll go in a few times and uh, apply for uh, for deer first. Uh, usually, I'll create a group. Uh, usually, have a group. Sometimes the group uh, doesn't want to doesn't want to come, uh, and so then they won't apply at the same time I do. But uh, since I would be the group leader, I would get to select the units. Uh, and if some of the people in my party say, hey, I don't want to go in that unit, 
they won't be able to change it, but I can go back in and change it. Uh, I can always say, okay, wh where do you want to go then? Uh, what unit do you want to put in for? So again, those are all editable. Uh, so just don't delay on that. But uh, yeah, I'm all in, uh, uh, except for, you know, I do have, uh, I'm still on some waiting periods for a few things. Uh, and if you are on a waiting period, you will not be able to achieve a bonus point. Uh, it's the way our system works to spread it out for uh, those who have not yet drawn. Uh, so I've got a few waiting uh, uh, waiting uh, processes on uh, sheep and elk yet, but uh, the deer, the mountain goat I'm in, uh, and and everything else. This year I did do a uh, uh, a U hunt, a Nelson's U. Uh, right outside of Las Vegas. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a unique hunt. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I uh, can draw that one this year. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, you should be in no later than this weekend. Uh, don't wait for uh, any longer. Okay. For some reason, it does not surprise me that you're not a procrastinator. <laughs> I feel like you're very on it. So, well, that's awesome to hear. I'm proud of both of you. Um, and then to hear Martin talk about all of this and way more, we really just scratched the surface. Watch our big game tag application seminar, which is on our YouTube. Just look up the Nevada Wild Department of Wildlife uh, YouTube page and you could find it there. Thank you so much, Martin, for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, and thank you everyone for listening. Good luck in the draw. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs>